Welcome to Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols, the podcast that offers real tools and real conversations to help you feel good about teaching and yourself again. As a teacher who has spent more than two decades in the classroom, I get it. I know you have a lot to do, so if you need help right now, book a free consult call at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T dot com. Now, let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 83 of Teacher Talk. And today, I have a little metaphor for you. We're talking about one of my passions, skiing, and how teaching and skiing are alike. So I live in Utah, and I'm a skier, but please don't tell anyone we're having an incredible year of snow. I actually started skiing this season on November 5th, and that was before the lifts and the resorts were open. But I enjoy doing something called backcountry skiing. It is basically climbing up a mountain or a hill in nature, far from a resort, although you can do it in a resort, but it's when you don't use a chairlift and it's very old school. You put skins, these are synthetic skins, but they used to be made out of um, animal fur, but it's so we still call them skins. It's when you put them on the bottom of your skis for resistance and you walk up a mountain on the snow And then when you get to the top of the mountain, you take your skins off and you ski down. And I first learned how to do this in France. And I love the challenge of backcountry skiing. I am not fast. I always say that I put the tour in touring, but it's incredibly hard work. And it leads me to our topic today, which is, again, comparing two things that I love, skiing and teaching. I also love to downhill ski, and as I told you, we're having just a beautiful year. We've had a lot of early snow. So I've had the opportunity to think about this a little bit. How is skiing like teaching? Well, especially in my backcountry skiing example, as I just mentioned, skiing is incredibly difficult. And even if you use a lift, so you're in the resort, Just downhill skiing can make you so sore that you feel muscles you didn't even know you had the very next day. And teaching can be incredibly difficult in that way, right? Teaching challenges us to use all sorts of emotional tools and pedagogical muscles that we never knew we had. We may even not have flexed those muscles before the situation arises, like in skiing, until we have to turn a certain way or turn the other way or use our bodies to react in just the right way to a student or to the parent of a student or a colleague. We might not even know what muscles we need until we need them. 
Inevitably, in skiing, just like in teaching, there is falling. I cannot make this example about my favorite snow sport without talking about falling. And believe me, I have fallen a lot. I fall, I still fall when I ski, even though I've been doing it since I was little. When we make a mistake in our classrooms, when we lose our balance, when our lessons literally fall flat, we feel that. Some days our teaching mistakes feel maybe not so big, and it kind of feels just like falling into some gentle, fluffy powder snow. Other days, our mistakes feel so big and so bad, we hit the metaphorical hard snow and we bounce. We really fall hard. And it's in those moments that it does feel hard to get up. But we do. We're teachers. We may be bruised, but we come back to work. We come back to our classrooms every morning. We get on the chairlift again. We point our skis downhill into the challenge of our day and our day-to-day at school. Finally, skiing can be slightly dangerous. So we ask our legs and our bodies to literally flow into the gravity that takes us downhill. And if we resist, if we clench up, if we tighten, We resist how that flow can help us. But if we allow the flow of our teaching day to support us, if we trust ourselves and trust the flow of our lessons, of our teaching, of our experience, of our wisdom as thought leaders to help us down that teaching mountain, we find that we don't need to effort as much. We don't need to feel as if we need to control everything that's out of our control. We can just submit. I want you to think about your own lives and how what you love to do is like what you do every day in the classroom. What's your own metaphor that you can compare to teaching? And it might be a sport and it might be an activity but it might be something else. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode, teacher friends. If this podcast speaks to you, please share it. Share teacher talk with one teacher or administrator or educator in your life. To continue the conversation and have life-changing tools and resources sent directly to your inbox, Join my weekly newsletter, Teacher Talk, at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T.com. There, you can also book a consult with me. That's a one-on-one conversation to see if coaching might be just what you're looking for. Sometimes one call is all it takes. Have a great day in and out of the classroom, my friends. We'll see you next time.